Hello and welcome to Future of Tax, the podcast series for tax leaders. In today's episode, we're joined by Gus Juno, partner, Global Mobility Services, KPMG in the US, and Robert Smith, Managing Director, Global Mobility Services, also at KPMG in the US. Gus and Robert are here to deep dive into technology and its impact on global mobility services. Gus and Robert, thank you both for joining me on the podcast today. To begin, how would you characterise the use of technology within global mobility? And where are most organisations you work with in their technology journey? Gus, can I come to you first? So from my perspective, I would say that it's, it's really a mixed bag. I mean, organizations are primarily reliant on service providers, RMCs, tax, immigration, payroll as example. But I believe the journey to consolidation has already started. Organizations want a single platform integrating all or as many as possible stakeholders with common reporting. Robert, anything to add there? Yeah, Gus. So I first off agree with everything you've said. And I think the other thing we really have to understand here is the changes that we're seeing really in the employment landscape, really how people are hiring and how people are working. Technology is truly a necessity in managing disparate workforces and certainly new work trends that we're seeing. Many organizations are currently on multi-year mobility technology journeys, but we are seeing renewed interest in technology, especially as we look to the forefront of technology and new emerging technologies that are beginning to hit the market. So just to wrap up, I'd say that we are seeing more companies really reflecting on where they are in their journey and looking to either supplement that or chart a new course. Thank you, Robert. Gus, what are the common types of technologies being used and what's the potential benefits of these? So let me start by avoiding the shame game. As we know, mobility programs come in all shapes, sizes, and and levels of maturity. Some organizations place a heavy reliance on, you may have heard of it, Excel spreadsheets, while others have a well-integrated technology solution. Wherever an organization is on that journey, the technology being used by the mobility program should be a platform which is able to showcase the relevance and value that mobility brings to the success of that organization. Talent acquisition and retention, people development, and meeting critical business needs at a very minimum. Robert, could you share some of the best practices for integrating technology into an organization's global mobility function? What do they need to be thinking about? The first would be to concentrate on defining the mobility processes. I like to say that technology is truly only as good as the process that it is built to support. And after you finish defining and mapping that process, it's then time to start finding technologies that help optimize that process. And I'll really call out four different items here that I think are important to keep in mind. The first one, as you're looking at technology to actually look at your system's stakeholders, look at who's going to access, use, and gain insight from that technology solution and ensure that the solution meets the stakeholder needs. The second is to do a review of internal and vendor systems that you would like to connect or bring data in from and to explore how those data connections are going to be built and if those systems are capable of connecting in the way that you envision with the proposed technology solution. 
The third one is really to look at reporting capabilities within the technology and how you can leverage the data. While a technology solution you implement is going to be built around housing your data, it's important to understand how that data can be brought out of that system, who it can be displayed for, and how it can be displayed. And then the last one is really to take a look at whether this is going to be a technology or a service-focused approach. Whether that is that you anticipate owning and leveraging a technology tool, or if this is something that is better leveraged through a vendor providing services and support where they may be owning the technology tool itself. All of these are, of course, critical in helping you define that right technology and how it's integrated across the organization. And Robert, what are some of the risks or challenges mobility leaders should be aware of? There are a large number of risks that mobility leaders should be aware of, especially as they go about finding and implementing technology tools. Three of the ones that I think are most important today, the first is implementation and ongoing support. The first thing that you want to do is not only look at the technology, but look at the team that's going to support that technology. Does the vendor for the technology provide a dedicated implementation team? How long is that implementation team available to you? And once the implementation has gone live, how are you then moved into a support structure or a support strategy with that vendor to ensure that you're both able to maintain the software, but also get the best out of next iterations of the software? The second thing is really the idea of buy-in. And it's important really to work across your stakeholder groups to elicit buy-in on the technology implementation. Those groups could incorporate, of course, HR, IT, compensation and benefits, legal, just to name a few. But the more buy-in that you elicit from the beginning, whether that is just around who is going to use or how they're going to use the technology, as well as information they're going to need with the technology, the easier it is going to be to adopt that technology across the organization. And then the last one, and I think this is one that may be overlooked sometimes, is the accuracy of compensation calculations within tools. Of course, in mobility, compensation calculations play a large part of what technologies provide to mobility programs. And it's important before implementing a technology to really understand the granularity of those compensation calculations. While a large number of tools may be, let's say, easy to use are pretty on the surface, if it's not really providing that value with its calculation engines, it may not be the right tool to implement for your program. Gus, how do you envision artificial intelligence, AI, playing a role in the future of global mobility. Are there specific AI applications that you find particularly promising or impactful? There's no question in my mind that AI is and will change the way we work. And as professionals, we all need to become well-versed in the capabilities and the limitations of AI. We see AI being able to adapt and learn as mobility programs grow, helping to enhance benchmarking across industries or automate or update critical tasks across mobility, such as policy and allowance structures, cost estimates, and more. At KPMG, we're focusing on how we can leverage AI to begin providing key data points in the mobility journey. Think visa processing times, passport processing times, and other items that you and the employee are key to know. However, a large part of what we do is enabling the people business. I hope we never arrive at a point where we we solely rely on AI at the expense of understanding our people and the way their differences help shape and build the organizations we serve. So in the midst of this awesome shift that AI is bringing to all of us, 
We should also remember the human perspective in all that we do. Thank you, Gus. And finally, Robert, how are you supporting the organizations you work with on their technology journey? So I think first for this question, I want to go back to something that, that Gus just said, and it's really that idea of the human element. Before we even support an organization on a technology journey, we really have to understand the people that are going to be leveraging the tool. And we have to meet those people where they are or where the organization is in the process. Sometimes this means coming in even before we look at a technology solution and really helping them define processes that they need in place to identify the correct technology solution. And so that means that we have to first understand their needs, processes, and truly where they want to go. And then we can define how our technology, KPMG Link Go, which is KPMG's global mobility technology platform, best fits into that journey. That platform that I just mentioned is actually designed to offer a common data solution for mobility programs with workflow that aligns to your mobility ecosystem. And it's designed to serve, of course, multiple stakeholders across an organization. But it's really even just bigger than that platform. As we're learning about the organization, it's also understanding data connections where we may want to connect with their larger mobility ecosystem as part of the process. So overall, I would say that KPMG is really here to support the end-to-end -end process related to the mobility technology journey, starting before technology is even really on the table and then supporting an organization through the implementation and for years to come in their journey. Great. Thank you, Robert. And on behalf of our listeners, I'd like to thank you and Gus for joining us on the podcast today. That's all we have time for, but please join us again next time and email us with any questions you have about today's episode to tax at kpmg.com. We'd also love to hear from you with any suggestions you have for future episodes. Thanks for listening. <laughs>